This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's good! It's good! It's good! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. We'll take you to the places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, Hakeem drops the ball, turn, picks a flow, and touchdown Hell is frozen over. of the 2022 season. It is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. Ooh, that was something. Welcome in to the post-game edition of Inside Black and Gold. We are reacting to Saints-Panthers round one, and it was a painful round one for the Saints. They lost 22-14 to in a game that really didn't feel that close. Everything that could have gone wrong feels like it went wrong. You know, it's really hard to point to anything in that game that that went well. Um, but we're gonna get we're gonna get into a lot of that. I'm Jeff Nowak, WWL Digital Sports Producer. My co-host Steve Geller is about I think he I don't think he's in the air yet, but <laughs> he has to catch a flight to London, as does the team. So there's no rest for the weary. These guys are gonna be stuck on a plane for eight hours to stew over this loss. Uh, and Steve is is going to be in the air as well. So I am solo for this one, which is good because I don't need to make Steve relive, relive that any more than he has to. He'll be on the pod Tuesday as we kind of get get into it. Uh, hopefully he's set in London by then. Hopefully the team is set in London by then. We can kind of get into the schedule. But 22 to 14. And, you know, every time you felt like something was going to work out, it didn't. Right, every time it felt like the the kind of tide was turning in the Saints' direction in this game, it did not. <laughs> it started well, right? The Saints got a stop on the Panthers' first possession. They moved the ball well on their first possession, and then you got kind of a questionable chop block penalty call that stalled that drive. If drive that. You know, felt like it had momentum to at least get into field goal range and put the first points of the game on the board. 
And instead, you're punting from midfield. And it's hard to put that on Mark Ingram. You know, I'm going to go through the tape and kind of get a better look at, at what happened there. But from what I saw on the broadcast, so a shot block is effectively, you can cut a guy inside the tackle box, but you can't cut him, which means kind of go low on a block, right? Take out their legs. You can't cut cut block if that defender is already engaged up high. And when you look at the replay, you'll see that Cesar Ruiz reaches out and puts his hand on the defender right as Mark Ingram goes into that cut cut block. And so that's a chop block. That's illegal. It costs the Saints on that drive. It's really tough because it's just a bang-bang play. And, you know, that's not what you would uh, – when they say you're engaged with a defender, that's the terminology. That's not what you – you know, kind of touching a guy is not what I would consider engaged. But either way, you know, it was it was a – Rough call, but at least you can justify it. And that killed that first drive, right? So right from there, everything that seemed like it was going to go right went wrong. Okay? Jameis Winston had a very rough day. There's no questioning that. Um, but one thing that DA said that I think definitely holds holds merit here um, is came after the game, and uh, here, here's what he said. Yeah, look, I think everybody, when you get in these situations, is kind of looking for, uh, you know, a, a, a place to to, uh, to place blame. Um, you know, th- th- there's enough mistakes to go around that, that uh, uh, you know, I don't really want to go there. Um, you know, I feel confident with Jameis. Certainly, we all need to do better, um, and, and that's what we're going to do. That's fair. I don't know why, you know, I think it's, it's because when you're a quarterback – you get the criticism, you get the the praise, you get the criticism, and that's just how it works. But when you look at kind of the broad overview of this game, it wasn't, okay, Jameis Winston lost this game. It was Jameis Winston didn't go out and win this game. And by proxy, you have lost the game. But this is a team that is capable of winning games independently of its quarterback, Right. You did none of the things you have to do to make up for a quarterback who is having an off day. Okay? I mean, I mean, straight up, right? That chop block penalty when you're going in for a potential score, that can't happen. Alvin Kamara fumbles for seven points. That's nothing to do with Jameis Winston, but all of a sudden, with Baker Mayfield literally not completing a pass, the, the Panthers are leading seven to nothing, right? I, I get it. Jameis didn't play well. He did not have anything to do with Alvin Kamara fumbling that ball, okay? Later in the game, (laughs) Jameis leads them down the field into field goal range. Obviously, you don't get in the end zone, but you are set up for a chip shot. It gets blocked, right? The first drive of the second half, you are in field goal range. You you know, obviously, there was a sack to end that drive. 48-yard field goal, you expect Will Lutz to knock it through. He misses wide right. So, So that is 13 points that was either not scored on the Saints' side or was allowed on the Panthers' side. That has nothing to do with the quarterback. And so you're looking at this in kind of the, the, the calculus of, okay, yes, the quarterback didn't go out and win this game, but there are a lot of reasons you lost that game, okay? <laughs> and so there's this weird resentment toward Jameis Winston because he's not someone you knew he wasn't. And, and I, I don't get it, but we're, we're going to continue on here. And I did want to hear from Jameis himself. And uh, one of the things he talked about was, you know, 
the offensive line, I don't think was as bad today as it has been in the last few weeks. One of the reasons being, you know, they picked up pressure today. The Panthers sent a lot of zero pressure. They sent a lot of blitzes. And if I was looking at one thing that Jameis Winston really struggled at today and what cost the Saints in this game, he is very, I don't want to say slow, but he is not fast enough to identify blitzers and to get the ball out hot where it needs to go. If you go back and watch the Bucks tape in week two, that is literally what Tom Brady does at a superhuman level. You can't blitz him because you know that you will get hurt by sending that extra pressure. It will not affect him. He will get the ball out where the blitz is coming from, and you are going to have a receiver running behind your defense. And so by doing that, you eliminate the blitz. Joe Burrow at LSU was another example. Team stopped blitzing him because he made it hurt. And that is my biggest criticism of Jameis Winston in this game is you knew they were blitzing. You have to identify where the blitz is coming from and get the ball out behind it. And he rarely does that. There was a play in the first half where the the the, the Panthers set a zero blitz and Jameis did get the ball out hot, but the guy he threw to was covered. He threw to one guy. I mean, there has to be someone open because there's a defender who's coming in and not accounting for your, your, all of your receivers. And so you just have to identify who that's going to be, right? And, and that's where you 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 can really criticize some of some of the struggles he had in this game. But here's what Jameis said about some of those blitzes. Uh, I mean, we we had a good plan. I, I think they they did a lot of zero pressures, and when you run zero, uh, you can't block block them all. Uh, so having having schemes, we Pete did a good job scheming up plays to get the ball out of our hands. Uh, and sometimes the only sack, only sack that we had uh, was uh, in the red zone where uh, we got sacked and it wasn't in, it wasn't out of field goal range. And we just had a again, we put ourselves in long down and distance uh, and we had a, a, lo- a longer developing play and they brought zero and we couldn't, couldn't block them all. So uh, that, that was unfortunate there. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially what you were seeing there. And so one of the things that I was getting into with people on Twitter after the game, you know, I don't think the offensive line played that badly. And so like you can look back at the week one and two and you can give Jameis a bit of a pass in that, you know, this is the, this is an offensive line that allowed 10 sacks. It was the second most in the NFL, second only the Bengals. Well, today there was only one sack allowed, right? I guess a team that likes to send pressure, there was only one sack allowed. I think Jameis got hit five times, you know, and, and he did a good job of, of evading the pressure and throwing the ball away. So, you know, that number isn't necessarily as indicative of, you know, the overall body of work of the offensive line. But I think that they did hold up today as well as they have all season, right? So 
you have to kind of measure that against the quarterback a little bit. You were playing without Andrus Pete for a majority of that second half. You ran the ball reasonably well in the second half. And so you can't put this on the offensive line. This is on the quarterback, you know? So, so you have to measure that and you have to find ways to improve in that area. That said, this odd, odd fascination people have with saying, man, they should put Andy Dalton in the game. Guys, I get it. Jameis has not been perfect. He's the starting quarterback on this team. Andy Dalton is not here to start football games. I don't know how many different ways I can say that. He literally said that when he was signed. Jameis is going to start for this team for better or worse as long as he is healthy. And and if you were trying to argue disingenuously to try to make a point that Andy Dalton should be the starting quarterback, it's not going to happen, guys. As long as Jameis is healthy, he's the starting quarterback for this team. All right? Now, he could run them into the ground, and then that's a problem. But that's what's going to (laughs) happen. So I, I just need people to understand that. You know, it's not worth talking about. As long as Jameis is healthy, if you want to have a conversation of, yeah, Jameis is clearly not at a level he needs to be at, and that's why you should put Andy Dalton in there, fine. That's a reasonable argument. But this idea that 35-year-old Andy Dalton, who struggled mightily with the last two teams he was on, is somehow the savior of your team, just just, just take a step back and realize what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, let's continue on. One other thing that <laughs> that popped up on my Twitter feed that I think people misinterpreted was Cam Jordan. So Cam Jordan was asked about Jameis Winston, and he said, effectively, I'm not going to answer those questions. Um, And here is exactly what he said. I'm going to let you guys question Jameis. I'm going to focus on what we can control. I do know that, you know, 14 points in the fourth quarter are cool, um, not enough. If our defense doesn't let that little... I touched and happened in the fourth quarter. Uh, the screen that happened in the fourth quarter, that's, that would have been more than sufficient for us to be in the ballgame. Um, and again, it starts with us. Yeah, and so when I tweeted that quote, which is like, I'm not going to, essentially, I'm not going to talk to you about Jameis. You can question Jameis. I'm going to focus on what I can control. Some people seem to think that was, that was Cam, like, sowing the seeds of discord in the locker room, that, that, the t- that Jameis is losing the locker room, and this team is upset that blah, 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 blah. That's not what he's saying. If you've talked to cam enough which i think i have at this point whenever he is asked about his own offense he especially after a loss what he will do is shut it down and effectively say i don't play against our own offense so i have nothing for you i'm not going to give you anything because i don't have it i'm focused on playing the other team's offense so this idea that he's he's throwing Jameis under the bus because it didn't score enough points that's not the case at all he's throwing his own defense under the bus because They allowed too many points. And to some extent, he's right. I mean, there was a point in this game where the Saints finally got some offense going, right? Jameis did his fourth quarter quarterback thing and drove down the field, got that touchdown. It was a six-point game at that point. It was 7-13, to and the Saints, who had stopped Baker Mayfield all day long, get back on defense almost instantly. 67-yard touchdown to LaVisca Chenault. And at that point, the game felt over, right? The Saints got the ball back with about 12 minutes left. They were down two scores. Actually, I think they were down 12 because the Panthers went for a two-point conversion and didn't get it. But that's that's when you lost that game, right? If the, if the defense holds up and gets the ball back to the Saints offense, you, you have a good shot of winning that game. You have 12 minutes, 13 minutes left. You're down six points. 
you can't allow the Panthers to go 67 yards in one play. And I wrote this in my observations after the game. You can check it out on WWL if you're interested. You know, that's kind of a product of you have to look at that in the larger picture of, you know, you set your defense up to fail by leaving them on the field in the entire first half. And then when you needed them at the end of the game, they were gassed. They had nothing left. And that's why you see this this blown coverage. And the other element is, you know, Marcus May didn't play. You had P.J. Williams in that in that assignment and he didn't hold up. And so that's kind of where you where you land. But to act like the Panthers dominated this game, it's it's not true. It's not true. If not for your own self-inflicted errors, the Saints had a chance in this game. And so that's why, you know, when you talk to Dennis Allen, he's not going to throw Jameis Winston under the bus. I don't think it's even an internal debate whether he's going to be the starting quarterback. My bigger question is why is this team playing at such an undisciplined clip? Why are we constantly seeing your veteran running backs fumbling in critical moments, right? Why are you seeing all of these procedural penalties, these stupid mistakes, missed field goals? You can't block on a, on a, on a chip shot field goal where all you have to do is pop it up in the air. You know, these are basic things that you have to be able to pull off. Otherwise, you're not going to win. I don't care who your quarterback is, right? The issue is not that James didn't win this game. The issue is that the team didn't win this game. Because you didn't execute at so many levels. And so, you know, you want to put the blame on, on Jameis Winston. I'm looking at the coaches. I'm looking at Dennis Allen. I'm looking at Pete Carmichael. Because these are the people who are supposed to be putting the players in positions for success. And I don't know if they're doing it. And if they are, then then something is not resonating. Because this is not a disciplined football team as we are watching it. I don't care who the quarterback is. This is not a team that you look at and say, man, this team is just on its P's and Q's all the time. They are making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake and has cost them back-to-back football games. And that's the issue that you need to fix. Whether you like James Winston as the quarterback, I don't care who the quarterback is. If you can't get these mistakes ironed out, you are going to lose a lot of football games. <laughs> and and you know you are going to flame out in another head coaching opportunity. So that's... If I'm if I'm the head coach of this football team, that's what I'm worried about, not the starting quarterback.